This week on the reverse stick, we discover our hockey score. There's more match mystery files. Idiots talk up boring and Uncle Aunt. He's in too. <laughs> Greetings once again and welcome to the Reverse Stick, the global hockey podcast. My name is John Lee. I'm joined by Matt Allen. It's you. Hello. Hello. Thanks for having us once again. <laughs> Sorry, I was just writing 156 on a bit of paper there. I was thinking, oh, 1 plus 5, that equals 6. Uh, 12. Huh? What's the perfect number of people in a hockey team? 12? Yeah. Yeah, one reserve. Off you go. Very good. You'd like that, wouldn't you? Hello. Hello. How are you? Yeah, no, I'm good. In fact, I was I was going through. Did the you quite... go home this week? Huh? Well, just from here. Like, yeah. <laughs> oh, it's been a weird week. Just you know, kind of come and gone. But lots of ha- lots happened. Um, what, what was I thinking about? What were we talking about? Oh no. One five six. What a dynamic! 12. What a dynamic start to the show, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Reverse Stick, the Global Hockey Podcast. We've had about an hour here before we're recording on the Friday evening. Um, we've pretty much covered covered everything, so we could just be a five-minute show tonight, I think, John. Yeah, look, um, yeah, I, I can understand. Look, this section. Wait a sec. Let's do that again. See, this is how on fire we are. Yeah. Well, uh, pretty boring on the news side of things, wasn't it? Uh-huh. Except for one thing, but we're not going to talk about that. Uh, okay. As news were as a news story. Okay, all right. Yeah, no but, games on or anything. Well, no. A couple of retirements and well, stuff pa- like that. Pa- Patreons know our thoughts on that, and uh, they just got to listen to a little TRS extra that's coming out. You can be a Patreon comprehensive. It is supporter of <laughs> the Reverse Stick. Uh, you go to patreon.com forward slash the Reverse Stick if you'd like to help us out with our hockey podcast endeavours. Of course, including this one, the only weekly hockey. Podcast. It's about, what, about three years in now, John? Something like that? Oh, well, 156 ep- weekly episodes, yeah, Matt. And a few other bits along the way as well. Well, it's actually more when you consider there's been a couple of weeks here and there where we've done World Cup weeklies and dailies and stuff like yeah. that in between things. So, yeah, a while now. So, uh, there, there was a bit of news, though. Three on the, years, yeah. On the, Over three years. On the appointments front, um, there was obviously some rumblings going on in Malaysia, um, with Errol Anthony being introduced to the setup there. Obviously, Roland Altman's was still in situ. We've, uh, we've wondered over a while whether Roland was going to stay there much longer. And, well, perhaps Crystal Ball gazed that he might appear again as the Pakistan head coach. Or perhaps Bangladesh, because he hasn't been there. Or Aman. Or he uh, another. He's back in Europe, John. Where is he? Uh, SV Kampong. Ah, he's gone to Holland. Um, replacing uh, Mr. Cox there. Sorry, the Netherlands. Uh, yeah, it probably is. It probably will be. Oh, maybe it is in Holland. I don't know. Oh, I don't know. Yeah? Who cares? You don't like Dutch people anyway. Apparently huh? not. Oh, that was on the Patreon <laughs> podcast thing, wasn't it? Yo, yeah, you're listening to that. No, I love the Dutch just people a, publicly. I love them. Just do a, no, yeah, just, just, do, just do a $5 donation and uh, you'll get to hear that audio. <laughs> 
No, let's get back to the... Oh, uh, yes, no, to Altman, Altman's at Kampong. There you go. Um, a big announcement there uh, for the for the Dutch club. That's and, no surprise. Uh, consider... well, he, well, he's 67 years old, I think, and he's he's going back home, isn't he? So... No, we'll consider, consider that Malaysia... Will they go into the Olympics? No. Okay, uh, when are the Olympics supposed to be happening? 2021. No, when were they supposed oh, to be happening? About now. About now. So uh, he would have been signed, you would have thought, with the intention that Malaysia would qualify and that he'd do the Olympics and then yeah. move on. That's yeah, what yeah, we yeah. thought at the time. Yeah. Um, so it's no surprise. So Aral Anthony, anyway, new head coach for Malaysia. Um, of course, uh, Aral's on episode... Oh, Lots ago. 30-something, I think, probably. Is it that far ago? Yeah, way, way back. Um, obviously, Irish connections were coaching there as well. I think his wife's Irish. Yeah. Uh, yeah, from memory. Yeah. Um, so there you go. That's oh, a couple of retirements. Gabby Nance. Oh, my my um my birthday buddy. You and Gabby. Yeah, I think. Like that. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, uh, never met her, but she was in a uh, hockey stick commercial with my eldest. You should be able. To, was she? Yeah. Oh, yeah, she was too. The, the yeah. voodoo stick. St- uh, yeah, the voodoo stick commercial organised. <clears throat> excuse me, by Simon Orchard. Huh. What did what did Piper get out of it? A Simon Orchard autograph. A cap. Not even autograph. No, not even autograph. A seven dollar oh. Griffin cap. Cheapskate. So you yeah. Could... Good luck with your media career, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> See, yeah. See but, that kind of generos- I, how far that generosity takes you. So, do you reckon you can give Gabby a call? Oh, to, to chat on the show. Do you reckon she'd be into, uh, you know, just taking? A well, call are we going to see any more? Uh, announcements of retirements well, around this time. Krista Cullen. No, she... The oh, no, she's no. setting up a foundation. <laughs> Another sports person's foundation. That was like very, very late news there, John, on that was one. <laughs> Gold standard conservation. No. Good. Are you looking at the FIH website again? I am. You I'm, just can't help it, can you? Well, lots so and lots of reflections on previous Olympics, because, of course, around this time of the year is when most Olympics have happened. But not the 1964 Olympics. That happened in October, John. And uh, we will be covering the 1964 Olympics live with our Tokyo Daily Show. We will, coming you're up have, shortly. You're just going to have to wait until October for that one. Okay, we can do that. Uh, the FIH News, what's going on there? There's, oh, the Hockey Museum had their webinar, which was a uh, much yeah. appreciated. And I paper. think there might be some transcripts or something of, of some yeah. of it that have gone online. I did see something from the guys on uh, just just search at the hockey museum on all the socials do follow lots of interesting stuff comes out from the guys there um, one thing I have noticed recently is every day is a flashback yes uh, one one confederation's got flashback Monday and someone else has got flashback Tro- throwback, Tuesday. Throw, throwback throwback yeah, flashback Thursdays. yeah yeah whatever they yeah. call them uh, there's lots of stuff about what at the moment because oh, there's nothing you, current to talk about did you see hockey India the other day what did they do? What am I doing Wednesday? What am I doing Wednesday? Yeah, yes. Yeah. Um, it's, it's, it's feeling a bit that way at this stage, man. Yeah. It's, uh, it's, it's, this whole coronavirus thing is really starting to grind and irritate. Surely not again it? Sunday. Surely not again. Yeah. Something like that. Uh, that's, so that's news as well. I don't what care if it's news? your birthday any day. The hockey glue, hockey roos glory years. What? Look, any day, any day, day. The thing is, John, you can't have it both ways. We talk about trying to promote hockey history. We are now, in a, this is a new dawn, a new era of being able to soak up 
some hockey history and and with the amount of articles that have arrived. And I shouldn't be complaining. Huh? I'm not. I'm just. In fact, why are you bloody complaining? I'm not. You're playing hockey every weekend. You're not training. Tra- you're not training. Mi- you're not training midweek like you never ever did. Yeah. Huh? Everything is normal, you know, for you. Uh, uh, yeah, everything is normal. No, it's not. What? It's just not. Well, you're not normal. working. You know, that's that's you yeah, know, that's, that's, that's that's one thing. Um, but you built your um your, your pedal guitar uh, box uh, noise amplifier I thing. Yeah, I did. Huh? Build my noise machine. Yeah. It works? Hey? Yeah, except I, I I made a mistake and blew a tube, but now I've fixed the reason oh, the tube blew that. Um, blow a tube. I've, I'm just waiting for the delivery. Did you know that you can't buy a bloody Fender foot pedal in this country because they're not shipped in yet? Oh, well, look, if you're you a... can't get a 1280AX7 tube. They don't exist in Perth. It's, every guitar shop's waiting for their... Anyway, well, if, if you can get one of those, anyway, let's if you can get one, of, if, you, if you can get one of those at home, please let us know. Send us an email, Matt at thereversestick.net, or John at thereversestick.net. That would be appreciated. Yeah. Or catch up with us on the social. I don't know why catch up with us. Catch up with us on the socials. All those Facebook, things. Instagram, Twitter, all at the reverse stick. Let's go down the list, shall we? Yeah, sure. Tell you what. What have you got on your list? Well, I've got a file very close to me over here, John. <gasps> Is it time for <laughs> Matt's Mystery Files? <laughs> oh, look now, at that research you're doing. Hang on. No, that's the wrong one. Hang on, let me get another one. Oh. There we go. This is the right one, John. I don't know why it would be the right one, because it's totally random, isn't it? From the Hockey Circle, August 1982... Uh, we've got a Australian Women's Hockey Association Under-19 Australian Championship Trophy being shown off by uh, three young ladies there. Uh, this is the 50th year of the publication. Wow. We are on page, there are no page, oh, page six. Uh, and it's in the please tell me why section, John. So this is from 82, 1982. So we play a bit of Annie Lennox in the background. Why? You know that Why song? I can't see. No, she's a bit. That's a bit later, I think, than that. That's probably more of '86. Annie Lennox. Yeah, yeah, it's probably more '86. Yeah, it's her song though, isn't it? Yeah, but this is 1982. Why would you play something from four years later? No, we, we'd play it now. <laughs> okay. All uh, right. I thought you were looking to do a period piece. You're just making a comment on the "Please oh, Tell Me Why." 1982. Um, <laughs> Tell me why, tell me why, That would be 1962. No, that's Greece, isn't it? Yeah, no, Frankie Valentine. No, Summer Love It. Summer Love It. It's closer to 82. Anyway, please tell me, tell me why, tell me why. That the hockey administrator should not reintroduce the old system of a compulsory ticket levy on clubs for big hockey games. A few months ago, less than 100 spectators, mostly non-players, watched the world-ranking Aussies play in England. On the home front, Melbourne, with some 9,000 registered hockey players, could only boast a top crowd of 3,000 spectators at the Australian Senior Championships. And believe it or not, at one stage, it appeared as if 
it appeared as if the Vicks would be the new champions. The honorary editor is prone to tell us that the hockey, that hockey is a game for particular people. Well, most are apparently so particular that given an off day for a big match, they flock to the football or the races. The old-time officials had the answer when they introduced the compulsory levy of two tickets per registered player. The recipient howled to the high heavens at the injustice, but he used them and in most cases became a converted hockey watcher. Was that 3,000 people to a state game? Yeah. 3,000? Yeah. With 9,000 registered players, they could only boast a top crowd of 3,000. We've hit that here in Perth as well for Australian yeah, but State got Championship. How many registered players? That's one, well, I don't, yeah, I don't one know the third of registered players turned out. It's pretty good, isn't it? It's bloody good, <laughs> but he's up, this bloke's upset with it. <laughs> Uh, I, mean, this is, we can I tell you what, Hockey clock. Australia would kill for a crowd of 3,000 in Sydney. All right, we can go on. There's there's, there's three columns, uh, th- three paragraphs here, three different stories from Cyclops. Please tell me why. Why? <laughs> Jeez, you're singing a band as well. Um, That's why I sound like this at the moment. Please tell me why it was not possible to give Australia's number two goalie, Wayne Green, a run in Amstelveen. As most of you know, Wayne was rushed by air to Amsterdam as a substitute for Neil Snowden, who had his jaw broken at a practice run in England. For some inexplicable reason, he had loaned his mask to Graham Reid, who was, def- oh, who, was defending, who was defending corners at the other end. It was an amazing situation that allowed a goalie to defend a net without face protection. However, to get back to Wayne Green, Wayne in my book is one of the top three keepers in Australia. Surely then it would not have been taking any unnecessary risk to have given an international keeper of his calibre a 35-minute run in Australia's 7-2 win over India in the Aussies' final game. Oh. Good point. And number three, goalkeeping issues continue oh, okay, with ready. Australia. And the final one from Cyclops, John, from 1982. Please tell me why. Please tell me why we should continue to ignore the rumours regarding the schematerism which many allege now exists in our game. For some time now, there has been talk of inducements to top players to switch clubs, and the alleged offers made have included free club fees, free playing (sighs) gear, free interstate representation, free flats. Is that that shoes or accommodation? Um, Uh, Free petrol. The offers appear looming. uh, Sorry, the offers appear endless with, with, with fears of relegation looming. Some clubs have apparently even offered a cash bonus to players whose play can keep them in the top grade. I know it is practically impossible to ferret out the true facts, but I wonder how many state bodies can guarantee the evils of schematerism does not exist in their ranks. It's over to you, gentlemen. It's surprising you should you should read that story, Matt, because I've in recent times Have you been schematerizing? No, no, huh? I've I've been leaked some in information mm-hmm. regarding schematerizing. Schmatterizing. At our own club. Uh-huh. At Fremantle. Oh, really? Yep. Yeah. And I believe... Can you 
Can we go past one show without mentioning the club name? I didn't. You just did then. I said our club, didn't I? Oh, terrible. You don't even know when you're doing it. Go on. Um, that uh, it, you, yourself, mm. have been involved in smatterising. Huh? Yeah. Um, I, I've, been, I've been privy to the inducements that you provided to Simon Orchard to come and play at Fremantle. Um, that's a, a, it's a, it's a flash looking bottle opener. Um, well, it was, le- it was left over from the, uh, 60th anniversary. Yeah. Uh, I, I must say, no wonder Fremantle continues left. to, to attract the top caliber of world hockey clubs, or players, or club players to our club when you're offering them such incentives. Yep. And I mean, that's the really, Believe me, that the club handing out a bottle opener is a significant financial investment for a, cl- a community hockey club. Yeah, um, and um, look, there's also rumours that there's tie pins going around these days as well. Really? Yeah, incredible stuff. I mean, I got a glass. Well, fairest and best. Uh, it was. Yeah. But that was more of a rigged, rigged vote. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was entirely rigged, and it was a bit of an inducement to make sure I played the next year too. Mm. And where's the glass now? It's inside being protected from me. (laughs) (laughs) It is. Hello, I'm Nick Irvin, and you're listening to The Reverse Stick, the global hockey podcast. I was hoping somebody was going to say something then. This sounds like something's going to say something. I'm just going to make it up if not. Hi, I'm Clint Flicker. No, I don't know what he sounds like, to be honest. No, it'd be very high. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm Gummy Mouth, played with Clint Flicker. <laughs> Is that good? Is that a good accent? Gummy Mouth, played with Clint Flicker. No. Uh, let's get on well, with the rest well, of this. It's pro- a good accent if you, if anybody out there understands it, what you're actually saying, because it, it, it might sound like their local accent. Uh-huh. Huh? Oh, I do want to say a big shout-out to our mate Tansy Lee. Haven't had a chance to uh, converse with him before. Anyway, Tans, hope you're well. Hope you're doing fine. Um, I'm sure. Shit, shit, shit job. Well, what I was going to say was, you know, at this particular time, he's he's probably dealing with not only all the normal shit at, that's happening, but all, all the extra shit that's oh, going on in the world at the moment. Shit, in the world. Yeah. So, uh, we are thinking of your towns. Hope it's going good. Excellent. We're, and we're thinking of all of our patrons. Yeah. All, all of rest, our listeners. No, just... we don't care about the rest of the listeners. <laughs> um, I do. We got... care about you. I talked about our. our New, gonna be a new permanent listen, listener, Phobots, oh, last yeah, week, yeah, and yeah. we, we talked about the voting for, he's top, already top made well, he's made, he said he's now a loyal listener, he's back again. Two uh, episodes. His voting idea is that the captains, coaches, and both umpires vote each game, and you take the average of those as, uh, from those games into the vote, with a five, four, three, two, one. I reckon players should seems, have to buy tickets. Seems like a lot of work to me, doesn't it? It's a lot yeah, of you work. have to you have to buy tickets. Who's organising that? Pull it out of the pull it out of the hat. That might be fairest. Maybe the the coach ranks his players each week in you know ten one through sixteen, and uh, whoever ranks one Stop gets sixteen votes, and whoever ranks two gets fifteen votes, and whoever's ranked sixteenth gets one ticket. And then, so if you're consistently good over the whole year, you'll get more tickets, and then just draw it out of the hat. It was a lot house points. Oh yeah, something like that. Huh? Just a thought. 
did you? But it really was just a thought of the. There was, <laughs> was no, there was no prior consideration to that. <laughs> None well, no, no, Good. Okay. None at all. all right. okay. Um, it was just a thought. Okay. Uh, you got something else on your list? So I got. Oh no, I've got. A, I've, talk, I've got a good one to chuck in now. We we spoke last week was the the balls episode for, for oh, many yeah. different We're many different play, reasons. Let's throw that in. And um, so great afternoon down at the club on Saturday afternoon. Lots of people down Post game when balls have played his thousand. And of course, Jimmy Banks was there already. And he's on a thousand and eight. But there's a, you know, with a, a mix of a, a combined side alongside Frio games. Wonderful to have both of those blokes honoured and, and, and lovely to um, see such great support down there. Lots of ex-members, lots of current members, big cheer on the field and all that. Anyway... Um, Keith um, and both Jimmy got up and, and, and said a few words with uh, the President Rob and we've got one of Keith's stories to we bring have. to you now. And I must admit we, we've chosen this one because we do know that quite a few of our listeners are ex-servicemen and this story in particular relates to Keith's time as a national serviceman here in uh, Australia. So um, let's hit Keith, shall we? The, 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 second, the second story uh, <laughs> concerns my time when I did national service. And all of this could have happened two years ago if it hadn't been for my number coming out of a barrel. And uh, in 1970, which is my first year, I played the first half of the season when I was in Sydney with the St George Hockey Club. And then at the end of June, I got posted to Townsville. And uh, I play, ended up playing the second half of the season in Townsville. And I was quite happy just to play with the army team up there. They had a team in the local competition. But they, had, they were part of the West Townsville Club, so they just had one team in the club that was allocated to the army. So I turned up there and played my first game with the, the army team. After the game, the president and the coach of the West Townsville a-grade side come up and said, we'd like you to play with us next week as well. And uh, I said, look, I really don't think I should do that because we're halfway through the season. I don't want to disrupt anything. So I don't, I really don't. He said, no, no, we want you to play. I said, yeah, OK, I'll play. So I ended up playing for the A-grade team and for the Army team. Anyway, it got to the end of the season and last qualifying game, and I said to the fellas in the army team, I said, sorry, and we, were, we qualified for the first semi-final, as did their, the A-grade team. And I said, look, sorry, I can't play next week. I'm going out bush for a couple of weeks and I'm just not available. And the guy who was organising the army team said, just hang on a minute. I said, oh, OK. He said, just don't go anywhere. He said, I'm just going to see the president of the club. So anyway, he came back half an hour later and he said, you're playing for both teams next week. And I said, I'm out in the bush on Monday for a couple of weeks. And he said, wherever you are out there, 10 o'clock next Saturday morning, just have your gear packed and wait. <laughs> now, I thought this sort of stuff only happened in MASH. <laughs> but anyway, next Saturday morning... 10 o'clock, walker, 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 walker. Gunner Smith, Gunner Smith. Grab your rifle and you get on the helicopter. Okay, on the helicopter, 
flew for 20 minutes and we're on the Great Dividing Range in from Townsville there. Anyway, we, we landed at an engineer's camp, I remember, and the, there was a, a Land Rover parked 50 metres away and the pilot said, over there. So over I went and I opened the door and there was the captain of the army team in there. He said, get in. So I did. So we drove back to the barracks, picked up my gear, we went to the uh, to the game. We lost both of them. <laughs> we lost both. And uh, so he dropped me back at the barracks and I said, well, what do I do from here? He said, there's only one thing you've got to do. He said, you've got to be on this next to this parade ground at 9 o'clock tomorrow morning. If you're not, you're AWOL. I said, oh, okay. So I thought, I could do with a drink. And uh, so I was smart enough not to go into town to have a drink. I went to the, the wet mess up 200 metres up the road and had a drink. Anyway, 9 o'clock the next morning, I was back on the parade ground, back on the helicopter, back out to high range. And <laughs> I reckon I was the only bloke on the position with a hangover <laughs> and who'd had a shower from the last week. <laughs> So there's a moral in that story as well, I think. That hockey, make yourself known, you can play, and you'll get on. There are, there, there are many benefits in it. This is Pumele Lambande, captain of the champion Blood River Bunters, and you are listening to the Reverse Stick Global Hockey Podcast. Are you going to back it out or shall I? You're listening to the Reverse City <laughs> yeah. Global Hockey Podcast. Oh, we're just laughing about Keith's story there, weren't we? <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll go with that line. Uh, that was Keith Smith uh, at the presentation for his 1,000th game and for Jim Banks for his 1,008th, technically, <laughs> but for 1,000th as well. Um, but he's played, Keith obviously played more games than the 1,000. That's just the 1,000 yeah. for the one club. He's yeah. got all those military games to, to fit in as yeah, well that, at the that, week. Well, you know, at least that season that we know two, I think it was two years. He, he, yeah, I think you said he was up there. Yeah. Um, yeah, and well done to those gentlemen. It was a pleasure to hear both of them talking too because they're both could be very, very funny gentlemen at times, and um, it was fantastic. Uh, pleasure, pleasure to know. Him. I changed my changed my Facebook profile. Uh, I saw picture. that photo. Yeah, photo with the two of them. Very proud to have that one. But how's uh, oh, no, but just wonderful to have in excess in excess of two thousand two hundred and eighty games of Fremantle hockey what, playing experience. What year did Keith start playing A grade? Nineteen sixty. Four? Uh, yeah, 15, 17 years it didn't he? Something like that. Till 1980. 80, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah till 1980. Yeah. So that is a, at a time when the Perth's first division scene would have been a very, very strong yeah. league. That, that's an amazing effort from Keith. And, you know, I know he hobbles around a bit now. No, but he still around. moves, though. Oh, he still moves. Still there running and, around and doing stuff. He's a bloody good umpire as well. He is a good umpire. Yeah. Did he give you umpiring credits or something? Did he? No. Did he tell well, someone you were a good umpire? Well, that already works. <laughs> I think you're right. Well, we will get to that. Well, do you want to get? Do you want to get to that now? Oh, let's do. But no, no, right. Okay. Before we go ahead. Okay. We've already done Matt's mystery file. Okay. We've got we've got Constitution Corner. We might, we may, may or may not get. No, we know. won't get. Oh, we won't. Okay. No, no. But I'm lazy. That's you know, it's an irregular when feature. When there's something that Constitution that, yeah, yeah, needs yeah, yeah, to yeah, come yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've still we have got we're doing some work on something. 
big in the background with that. There were always some big rev- revelations to come out. Yeah. But we'll keep that quiet. TV for a deals, folks. But we, we'll we need we need some we need. Uh, I just haven't got the time at the moment to put a couple of jingles or stings together for specific things. So if if you've got a spare three hours to put together a a sting or a jingle for uh John's const no not just Constitution Corner. Um, Matt's mystery file. <laughs> or um or this or idiots talking umpiring. Um do, yeah, do, do something and send it through to us. We'd appreciate that. Well let's do Idiots Talk umpiring You can't do the voices. What? You can't do the like, you can't do the voices. It's multi Parsonesque, wasn't it? Okay. 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 Let's do it. Alright, no, no, okay. Alright, let, let, let me qualify. You can do the voices, but you can't do the faces when you're, <laughs> you're looking at me. Because <laughs> that's. Okay. Alright. Okay. Okay. I for, um, sorry, folks, I forgot we are an audio podcast. Idiot, idiots talk umpiring. Let's talk. Hey, look, you brought up an umpiring issue I hadn't considered really, and I know it's an issue when we watch the game on television, but the blue turf. It looks crappy wow. to, to, to watch on television during a day game. It's not too bad at night, but it's as not as good as a green turf, in my opinion, for vision on television. But you umpired on the weekend. Not only did you inflict yourself upon 22 unsuspecting hockey players, but you did it on a blue turf, and you had some in- interesting observations. Um, yeah, th- yeah, that you well, there were at least 22 guys there that were very lucky to have me turn up to umpire for them on the day at a Perth, Perth Hockey Stadium. Oh, stop it. On the uh, the brand new Smurf turf there. Um, and my first observation was, when I, as soon as I stepped onto it, it was like, far out. This is bright. And, it, you know, for, for ageing eyes like mine, it was um, it was quite startling. However... I decided to wear a blue shirt to umpire it, <laughs> which it, there was no clash. There was no clash with either team, but the great thing was all they saw was a floating head running up <laughs> down the field, blowing a whistle, blowing a whistle and shouting at them occasionally. Oh dear! What grade was and it? Two hands. Um, it was actually the grade below mine, but the standard of hockey was probably grade higher. above yours. <laughs> It was a really, really good, really good quick, game of hockey. Yeah, really good game of hockey. Um, the yeah. overhead rule, because this is, remember, we're not we're not talking umpires of the elite level here. We're we're talking about no, you're talking about two club players yeah, doing just, a club duty to go and umpire a, 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 di- a different grade. End up with on a Saturday afternoon, if, not a Sunday night at eight. Not a paid umpire. We didn't. We didn't shove it off to somebody and gave them the 50 bucks to go and do it for us. Duty. It was our duty. And Great we, and stuff. We, and it was me and my team captain, Wazza. Um, that's admirable. And, and so, that's ladies, our duty. Hang on a sec. Did you and your highly, you highly experienced umpire and team captain Wazza highly experienced because you've done plenty of it, both of you. Yep, at least, at least two games in the past three years each. Yeah, but before that, going back a bit, you've done a bit of umpiring and stuff. Always, no, just always done the duties. and yeah, yeah, yeah. But the point being is... Did you send out the two youngest and most inexperienced blokes together on the same duty? No, didn't give it to any of the young kids. Well, you should have. No, you, it... you two should have split up and given them to. Sorry, I'm not really telling you off, mate. I don't, I'm just this. This is just for the. Uh, it's 
the shtick. Look, you, you should have gone to different games and taken one of the young blokes. Yeah, that, but there's also there's also a duty um, to ensure that we don't ruin, ruin anybody's um, weekend. Um, well, that's why the two experienced no, no, ones no, no, got no. two so, so, so we probably need to do a little bit of in-house coaching. Um, perhaps we've got intra-club games. Get these guys involved on blowing the whistle. Maybe where there's not so much at stake, um, you know, guys take their games quite seriously. We wouldn't want to what put... We, we, we wouldn't want... Below John, you. listen. We <laughs> wouldn't... Was John, exactly? John, we wouldn't want to put them off umpiring for life, would we? No, no, no that, that's why you've got to No, do that's it. why, that's why two of them are in the kitchen from one till three on Sunday at the club. <laughs> and I'm not. <laughs> that's not just umpiring experience, John, Jack, that's life experience. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna stick my digs on my stated public position that every, it's, it's the onus is on every player to fulfill their umpiring duties and you owe it to the game to umpire but smart, but smart team management looks at a list of 16 people and puts the eight that you feel are either most capable to umpire or to pay the money to get somebody else to umpire. So I wouldn't want to put that imposition onto students where they've got to cough up, cough up 50 bucks to get somebody to go and do it because they don't feel confident enough to do it. I hear what you're saying. No, well, they it, should, it it shouldn't be a question of whether they pay someone 50 bucks or not to do it. Well, that's how it, that's the economy with it though, isn't it? And that's, well, we'll see uh, how those subcontractors go in the cashless <laughs> society, shall we? <laughs> <laughs> That'll work out really nicely for them, I'm sure. More? Um, you know, but yeah, any, do you ask how I went? No, well, yeah, I won. Yeah, well, I'm not really that impressed because so did I, so. Huh? No, no, I'm piring. You won? I won. Yeah. Oh, I did you yeah, yeah. Won. Oh, yeah. good. One of the teams won 2-0. Um and a uh, couple of dodgy decisions in there. What was your dodgiest decision? There was one that was a, a flick kind of on goal, but I thought it was going wider goal, and one of the defenders put a hand up to his face and stopped it, kind of half caught it and threw it away. But I think it was going wide, but my angle wasn't that great on it, so I, I blew it in favour of the defensive side, and there was a fair few words said about that. Um, just the one green card for the game. There was warning, and then warning, and then and then one of the uh, players that I know. Uh, well, no, 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 boys, quiet, boys. There was a chit chat, a few rumblings early on. Let it, let's see how it goes, right? You want to keep on rumbling? Any good sledging? And then, well, I just got the oh, for f's f's sake, that was effing. Oh, just. And then I got the wait, and I knew the bloke's name, Lee. Come on, here, mate. Don't do it, or you're going to be off. Okay, don't do it. Oh. I I heard the F F F F. If I hear it again, you're off. Okay. Mm. All right. Yeah. So a couple of minutes later, I'm really sorry. Quarter time. I'm so sorry. It was frustration. I didn't mean to use that language. It was very, <laughs> it was very well received, um, which, which impressed me. He listened to me, and then one of his teammates, one of his teammates in the next quarter, who I also have played a fair bit of hockey against, grumble, grumble. Please, so used his name. Just no, cut it out. Did, I don't want to hear it again. Did he apologise? Grum- no. Grumble, grumble. Good. Again. Third time, grumble, grumble. I said his name. Mate, go and sit down. Green card. I've had enough of it. And then two of his teammates ripped into him. Did rest- you send them off to? <laughs> Re- no. Rest of the game? Nothing. Nothing. And the winning team captain, thanks very much, did a great job today. That was really good. 
Oh, went, that's oh, a smart know. thing for the winning team captain to yep. say, I would Sen- Sensible bloke. Yeah. He'll be winning again when yeah. you're up on <laughs> um, just just before we go to uh, another break, because you've yeah. got a pile of adverts piled up here to, to, to bring to you all of our commercial sponsors. Oh, of course, yeah. Um, this week, not the footy show. There'll be another episode out in a day or so, because um, I know I recorded it, and I've sent it through to the you man sure that you releases the red... it. Oh, I turned yeah. the red button on. I did indeed. But uh, this week, the show features an interview with Terry Walsh, which is our interesting. Epi- our episode number one. Our episode, and we might life. actually see him uh, tomorrow. My Saturday hockey person crush. Is that fair to say? Yeah, yeah. My hockey person crush. Um, so Terry's talking a lot about rules too, uh, and one of Ashley's personal bugbears is simplifying the rules. And there's a very long conversation about that and other things with Terry as well. But check it out. You'll see it on the social media things, Twitter and Facebook. Not the Footy Show, or you can just type in. Google monster. Do they talk about? Do they, they're talking about the five meter overhead, are they? They talk about that. Yeah. Other things we've rabbited on about, although they have different opinions on them than necessary we do. But you know what? Get rid of the foot rule, just if it is your foot, it's a bloody free hit. Just do it, do it, do it. Yeah, well, we need to tell Lizzie that at walking hockey because she said, "Well, no one was anywhere near me. If it's a foot, if it's a foot, and no one's anywhere near me. That is not a foot." Yeah, but if it hadn't hit your foot, it'd be fifteen meters over the sideline. Mate, we're talking. About- we're talking about a walking hockey field here. Yeah. It ain't very big. I've seen you playing walking hockey. <laughs> oh, it's very good today. Eh? Hey? Yeah? Not, there's not too many we people had, whose no, walking had, pace is at 45% of their top pace. Um, I, I'm not going to... I'm, <laughs> I'm not even going to engage in any of that because there was controversy today amongst some of the ranks. And <laughs> okay. uh, Yeah, but it was a good game. And what's most important, John? What? Ken, Participation. Kenny, Ken, Ken, no. Kenny went, next goal wins. Which team got it? Yeah, it was yeah, we did. Yeah. Although you did tell me that you were behind. No, that, no that's not fair. <laughs> that's not fair. That was just that was hearsay from somebody else. Okay. I wasn't. I wasn't keeping you score. Okay. You sure, Smiley? <laughs> you sure? <laughs> I don't know. It's a bit slow. Another segment. Yeah. We got a new one, haven't we? Oh. Well, no, we're going to get to that first. First up, John. Oh, we've uh, got two things. We've got to dig. Okay, you go. Sorry. We've. Uh, I see. No, you've got it there. Put it back onto your um... Twitter. No, Messenger. Messenger. Yeah, there it is. Big question today. We're going to have to score this. You can do this at home. I'm not allowed to look. You told me, this... so I've got. To... I haven't been looking at Twitter because you told me not to look. This is from the FIH Academy. What is your hockey score? Leave a comment. But oh, no, you don't have to leave a comment. We can just say, say, tell you what, make a comment now if you want, or make a comment afterwards. Are you a member of the FIH Academy? Uh, no. Is anybody? No. Okay, move on. What is your hockey score? So we've got a list of questions, John, and some plus or minus okay, points. With I'm a, ready. Um, it seems to be a total, yeah, a total maximum amount that you can gain is fifty. Yep. First question for five plus five points. Have you ever scored a goal? Ever. Have you? Well. T- All this season. What is your hockey score? Scored a goal. Yes, imagine I've ever. A goal. You scored a goal. Right, okay. I've Pl- a goal. That's plus five for you, John. I too have scored a goal. If you're playing along at home, 
make a little note of five points if you scored five a goal. points if you have nil point scored a goal if you didn't. Question number two. Scored a goal under one minute. Well, I've scored a goal in under one minute from the restart. Yeah, I've scored a goal in under one minute from coming onto the field. So, but I, is that from the very beginning of a game? What what point is have you scored a With goal? With ten points for it, it's pretty big. It's the so highest. I, I, I reckon I qualify. I think I do as yeah, well. Yeah, ten All points. Right, ten points. Question number three. Scored from a penalty stroke. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. No chance. So it's plus five if you have scored from a penalty stroke. Have you scored from a penalty stroke? If, if you haven't scored from a penalty stroke, you don't lose any points. So, John, it's, it's zero there for you. Now, it doesn't ask whether... What about that, you, Matt? Well, it doesn't ask, what about you? It doesn't ask whether it's in a game situation or not, or whether it's at training when you play one of those competitions in... Oh, well, I have go. scored. Oh, oh, I no, thought it no, was no, a game. No, 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 no. No, no. This is in a game. You can't. Don't give me that rubbish. It does, not, it does not say that there at all, John. I'm giving myself... I'll take 5-2, then, if you're <laughs> going to cheat like that. You, what, you think it's cheating? How oh, can, no. If you think it's I cheating... Zero? Because you didn't. you haven't scored a, um, a penalty stroke. I have, at training. Okay, right. I asked you the question, John. You said no. I, oh, I, 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 I assume very, very they were clear. talking about during a game. Have I scored a goal within one minute of being around a hockey ball? <laughs> is that what the question is? It doesn't matter. you got 10 points of that one anyway. What are you moaning? You're not going to get 20 no, just I because want, of, want, of some the, kind of semantics. I want the 10 points for, for that one. Right, plus five for me. And plus five for me. All right. In brackets. Put it in brackets. At training. All right. Question number four. Sorry, yeah. Drop that down at home. Five points if you have scored from a penalty stroke. John, have you scored a goal from a penalty corner? Yes. Plus five. Yeah, you have. I've seen you knock them in. Yeah. Me. Oh, jeez. Yeah. I got two in one game once. once. Yeah, I know. I remember the game. Oh, that's right. Yeah. You nearly fell over laughing with that second one. <laughs> All right, John, here we go. Serious stuff now. Question number five. This is a minus five point possibility mm-hmm. here. Received a card. Yes. Uh, and, John, is it minus five for every card you've received? No. <laughs> you beat okay. me there. I think I probably would. Yeah, yeah, you got me there. All right, minus five. I've got to go to the minus five. So if you have received a card... In a game, or um, just... Uh, you know, I've, I've, Someone's I've, just told you you're a prick in uh, training. Uh, I've received <laughs> one off... Oh, no, I've received one off the bench before as well, though, John. You don't have to oh, be yeah, on the you, field, do yeah. you? No. Uh, minus five. Is, yeah. Do you get minus All five right. for having the Number umpire six. charge up the stadium? Number you? six. <laughs> uh, fought with a teammate. Minus five. Now, I think this can be verbal or physical. If it's both, even better. Does minus that, five. Does that count? Does Fester and I arguing about whether Mad Max Four was a worthwhile? Nah, not, to no, 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 no. Then I haven't. It's on field, John. No, surely you cracked the sads with somebody on the field, and you, there's been a verbal volley Actually, between the two of you. I did. Yes. Nineteen eighty-four. Oh, Jamie Cosadinus, Grand Final. Yeah, under screw you, Jamie. Bees. You loser. Sorry, go on. Grand Final <laughs> under seventeen bees. Jamie yeah. Cosadinus. What was he doing? A fat. Person. What? 
He called you that. No, I said, oh, shit. I wish. Oh, was he on your, he was on your team? He's on our team. Yeah. Was he yeah. not contributing at the time, John? That's more, that was my feeling. Uh-huh. Anyway, so I have. And what did he say? Well, he didn't say anything. But it's not a fight then, is it? That's no, just, that's, that's just, that's you, that's, yeah, that's <laughs> abuse. Uh, well, I think he, Oh, jeez. <laughs> right, we've got a hockey abuser in our midst. Oh, brilliant. Huh? And I had to go all the way back to 1984. <sighs> go on. No, I don't. I don't fight with my t- teammates. I'm certainly not on the So field. it's not a minus five for you? No. Can you put your hand on your heart and say that, John? It's a bit high. No, it's about here, in the middle, sort of. It's not quite... It's right. No, I've, I've, I, I've never fought with... Teammates on the field. Uh, it doesn't. Them, oh, is it on the field? No, it is, we said on the field, didn't we? Yeah. I'd, All right, so it's a zero for I you. I told them to calm down occasionally when they've been doing their nana, but that's not fighting. I'm not quite sure if the um, the intensity in the banter would constitute as a as a fight with me and my team. We could generally, we can go off the field afterwards and have no, a beer. No, that's just you doing your nana. They just sit there and. Listen. No, there's plenty of people not in reverse reverse Nana. I do that. Yeah. All right, I'm gonna. There's venting. No, I'm gonna give myself. I'm giving myself the minus five on that. We're gonna. I'm gonna put it in brackets, like just like your one, a little bit further at the table there, John. <laughs> uh, Go on. All right, number one, two, three. Uh, was this seven? Is it? Yeah. Uh, cried after a victory. Plus five points. Oh, obviously, I must have. Nah. Nah? Nah. No, Not cry. This is zero for you. Well. Don't you dare <laughs> say that you have. I am a plus five. Oh, you are not. Every time I lift the oh, grab. Oh, bollocks. The oh, premiership gosh. flag, of which there's been four in the past five years, every time I lift that, a little tear comes in the no, eye. No, it doesn't. And I just reflect on the hard work. No, it doesn't. No, <laughs> it does not. You... <laughs> <laughs> Bollocks. I'm I reflect, calling bollocks on I reflect that. on the hard work and the endeavour that's gone into the previous, the, the lead up to that point. The disappointment from previous years from getting to that pinnacle and just missing out. Oh, it just all, no, I, de- I definitely cried. Definitely. Go on then. I've already, Go on. I've already put it down. Plus five, thanks very much. Crap, Here we go. You will, this is going to this is going to go back to um, a comment of yours just a moment ago in the okay. show. Met your hockey icon. Yeah. Plus ten. Yep. And yours is Terry. Terry Walsh. I met him in 1982 at a coaching clinic on the Perth Hockey Stadium yep. turf. You want to hear mine? Go on. Plus ten for me as well, John. Who? I'm sitting right opposite him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, here we go. Next one. That's another dodgy ten you've whipped out. Next one. Argued with an umpire. Minus ten. No. Have you ever argued with an umpire, John? No. Neither of you, Matt. All we ever do is offer advice. constructive advice and criticism. I never argue. No, because there's got to be a counter, a counter, um, argument. It's not it? an it's argument. Just, no, I'm telling you, you're <laughs> wrong. Right. This is what it is. That's exactly right. Yeah. Nah, no, 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 right. Okay. So we're zero for us both on that one. Yeah. And umpire a match. Yes. Yes. Plus 10. 
I've umpired proper matches for points, not those funny training games. You're so keen on. <laughs> right, here we go. I'm going to tap you, you. You chat for a moment, John. I'll, 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 I'll make yeah, thanks. Go from long and something. How's that song? Go from twenty. Long and lovely, I think it's. It's a great song. Just pictured John Belushi. Oh well, look at that, John. Look at that. We're not. Oh, you got five points for cheating. Though. We're not at the uh, the pinnacle of the game, but we are 40 and 45 points respectively out of 50. We're above average. I thought we'd be far more average than that. But the way we managed to we massage... We don't know what average is. We, what if, we what managed if 90% to massage, of people get 50? Where does that put us? <laughs> uh, that's a good point. <laughs> anyway... Well, I think it's pretty commendable. Um, our hockey score, John, we, you know, we're, we're up there. 40, 45. Uh, yeah. Well, they often reckon if you're, if you're playing under your age, you're doing all right. <gasps> and you're right on your, I'm doing I'm right really on my well. age. I'm, hey, you're doing you're, all right. You're a par. I'm, yeah. I'm like 13 Wait. under par. That's fantastic. I'm doing very well. Well done. That's why I see oh, well, it anyway. Was the, sorry, was there a point to any of that, John? No, we just... No, we just... Well, I, it's, I, it's, it's on socials, you know. What is it. the hockey score? Go and find out yeah. what your hockey score is. What is the point, Matt? Is it a, just a fun thing to do? It's or fun. It's just it? fun, John. It's just a bit of fun. So no... Cost. I think we should add some... We should add... Actually, that should go to 100, and we should add some criteria to that. Okay. Have Have you ever been left concussed by oh, no, tackling no, someone? No, 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 no. Let's don't. This is gold. Save the material. Let's start the list for 157. Okay. Uh, what's the alternative... Hockey ho- score hockey criteria. Hockey... Uh, can you just type that up for me? Hockey score yeah. criteria. Oh, that keyboard don't, don't do that. That will stop the record. <laughs> that keyboard actually works. I'll do it on the one that's not plugged in. There you go. And then next week, when I come to read alternative hockey score questions, we'll go, what the hell was that all about? Exactly. Yeah, we've well, forgotten totally. You yeah. are listening to the Reverse Stick, the Global Hockey Podcast. <laughs> Thank you for joining us. We do appreciate We've your listenership. Yeah, just in a moment. Oh, okay. You're very excited about this. You say, you say, um, just very briefly on other hockey broadcasts and things that are happening. There is live stream hockey, hashtag live stream hockey happening tomorrow, Saturday. Probably when you're hearing this, you might have already missed it. Apologies, but check out these channels anyway. Hockey Western Australia and the Brisbane Women's Hockey Association Live stream hockey happening on Saturday the 8th of August. And Tav's back on air too. Yes. Hockey Radio. Talk Hockey Radio is back for episode number five. five. It's been a long break between drinks, but fantastic to see them yep. back on and again, air. Good stuff. Talk Hockey Radio brought to you by the Hockey Family. And uh, congrats also to our mate Tyron from a couple of weeks ago. Episode 50 was out on 1st of August. So and the hockey yeah, magazine. Our, our last, Check yeah, the hockey our, magazine. Our last show was out. And uh, that's great. Uh, next week, hoping to catch up with Findo, Mr. Yora Hockey, Mr. Hook Hockey, hockey. and uh, just have a, a catch up with what's going on. There's been bits in the news Run this week, shoots. hasn't there, uh, yeah, we've, which we've mentioned before about... Um, league finishes and European places and all that sort of stuff. So hopefully we'll catch up with Findo and hear all about that and just generally what's happening 
uh, in European hockey at the moment. Okay. Are, so, you, are you going to do the sting we don't have for this new segment, or do I have to make something up on the fly? Uh, no, you need to. You need to give me. Yes, that's right, ladies and gentlemen. It's Uncle time Aunt. for Dear John, <laughs> and you, Uncle Auntie, uh, agony, agonally, un- uncle-y, um, that's ag- agony, un- 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 uncle section of the show. It's basically an opportunity for you, the listener, to get in touch with our resident agony uncle, John, in our segment called Dear John. I believe uh, you've um, solicited some unsolicited responses. Well, I've, I've put it out to our Patreons, John. There's going to be no names, no pack drill okay. on who, and this is something that you can subscribe to. You can get in touch with us absolutely anonymously. We do not want to know your details. What we do want to hear is your problems, your queries, your quandaries, your big questions on, uh, how John, dear John, can, can help out. Um, Keep them hockey-related, please, and do send them through on our social channels or at the Reverse Stick. Uh, you know where to find us. Um, here we go, John. Question number one that I received, oh, just three hours ago. Oh. And this is coming from JK in, let's just say the Netherlands. In the Netherlands. Okay. Dear John, we probably need to get a bed as well for this. Mm. Just um, yeah, get a little Some music, music, music bed. Or no, yeah, it's not. It's not. Yeah, no, it's not. It's not a um, um, a matter of the heart no, necessarily. Anyway, music. here we go. Dear John, we've got a new guy in our team. First season at the club. So it could be the training in in the Netherlands right now. So mm. it's uh, first season at the club, but he's played for everyone in a 20-mile radius. Whilst he's not a bad player, nobody likes him. How do we dissuade him from signing up again next year? Mm. Ooh. Well, that's a difficult that's, one, that's isn't a it? Hard one. Look, and it's a multi-faceted question. And thank you, JK. Thank you for sending that in to us. It's, um, it's, a, it's a tough one, I'm sure... Many of you out there have um, played in teams where you you don't necessarily get on with everybody within the team, or you know perhaps there's that one special individual that nobody wants in any team within your club. Well, my default position on cases like this, mm-hmm. and you have to have a default position because I think it is a multifaceted question. But if you start with a default position, then you, as you encounter problems with your default position, you can move on and adjust. Oh, that'll be my phone. So my default position when it comes to this sort of thing, if, uh, say, a, a, a teammate or a, someone approached me at the club with this being a problem, we have a problem with this person, um, my my reaction well, so, is... So, so, sorry, they're approaching you as a teammate or somebody, or, 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 or just... Um, General conversation. <laughs> No, but is it, is it, is oh, it, okay. is, are, you an, are you an independent observer on this, or are you part of that team as well? Specifically, JK, my advice to you is to log on to the Coburn Cement website. 
they have a wonderful range of character enhancing supplements. You can buy it in a powder form, mix it up with a bit of sand and water, and you scull it. It's fantastic. And for those of you who are worried about your weight, they build, they also supply an excellent Brickies light. Cement, harden up, big fella. You uh-huh. don't choose who plays at your club. You choose which club you play at. But seriously, though. You... Ah, wait, wait, wait. Mate, it, if they're a good player, get over yourself and everybody get over themselves and just get on with it and win. Now, that's my default position. Okay. That's my However, default. However, sometimes these things get a bit too much. Sometimes a person is just a little bit different and doesn't get on with everybody, but they're not actually harmful in any sort of way. And that's when you've got to drink the cement. Yeah. Then there's people who come in and they're not just a pain in the ass, but they start getting involved in Dis- trying to dis- change. Disruptive. Disruptive. Yeah. So then you've got a different situation. And there's many different ways to handle this. You've just got to be careful of the way you choose because there's always a kickback somewhere. There's a potential throwback. Yeah. Now, one of the most efficient ways I've found of getting someone to leave your team uh-huh. or your club is uh, to sleep with their partner. Right. <laughs> <laughs> That, that usually works. Yep, yep. Uh, unfortunately, well, well, not sleep with them, hit on them. Uh, the blowback there being, of course, they accept Oh, don't mention blowback. <laughs> the the, the uh, side effect is there that that person might actually take you up on that offer, which becomes a completely not an area the teams yeah. want to get. And you, know, you just want to disturb them and say, oh, they go to hit on me, so they leave. Yeah. And um, 19 years later... Oh, no, well, sorry. It gets, it gets even worse if you decide to take that up or off, and then you see your teammate hiding behind the, the curtains taking photos. That's when it gets really bad. You know you're never getting rid of them then. Oh, right, suggestion okay. one. But I would say 80% of the time, if one of your teammates hits on this bloke's or partners okay. or girl, either way. What about what about things that you can do on field that might dissuade them from um, coming back next year? Um, well, not passing the ball, but that happens in a hockey team anyway if they're no good. If the player's actually good, other players find it very difficult to not pass them the ball. Yeah. So I think when it comes to on-field stuff, apart from basically stealing goals off them all the time, there's not much you can do. All right, so they go. Related, that's the case, that's something for JK. If yeah. it's an opportunity to steal goals off them, yeah, then yeah, do that. Might be something. Yeah. But that might not necessarily dissuade them from playing. You can... Linked to the on-field side of things is hammer them at team fine meetings. Make them the butt of your team fine, fine meetings. A bullying. A, a, a form of financial bullying, if you like. Yes, Matt. Yep. Don't bring that bully back, yep. but you may have to. Um, what about... what about? Um... So making up silly fines, just making sure that, you know, every every couple of weeks someone might cop a $5 fine, and every week he's copping four fines and forking out $20. Now, the side effect to this is... That person might take that as a sign that they're welcome and indeed much loved by the group <laughs> and will be racing into the club to sign up for the next year. What about um, self-inflicted team injury on people? What about, oh, you know, well, well, ex-teammate of mine, Timmy Campbell. I don't know if yeah. you're listening, Timmy. What did he do? Well, it was like an Exocet missile every time he took a 16 and I was standing in, in front trying to break the line. Guaranteed. It didn't matter where I'd go, he hit me in the chest. Yeah, but he left. You didn't. <laughs> so that didn't work, did it? That's crazy. But no, look, ah. take the physical hurting out of it. Another way you can do it is find the person's weird point. Okay, give me an example. 
find the person's weird point and and make that an issue that you always pick on. Like big ears. Whatever it happens Small to feet. be, something that Tiny really hands. gets them, gets under Harry the skin. Back. Find that point, that thing that they don't want anybody to be talking about, Bolt. and consistently and constantly talk Bolt about spot. it. Bald spot. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Some, I mean, some, blokes, some blokes will joke about their bald spot. Other people do skin, not want to mention skin colour. No, no, that's not what we're talking about at all. Okay, we're not we're not talking about that tonight. No, I'm talking about stuff like, um, you know. Wearing a ponytail to a game, perhaps. <laughs> Headband. Headband. Uh, um, pink shoes. Yeah. Um, just finding, the, you know, maybe you find out they, um, I was going to say that, but no, you can't in the modern era. Wristbands. Um, anything like that. Yeah. Alice band. Yeah. Do you wear one of those still? You might you, find are you, out. Are you Alice band? No. How do you keep your flowing locks out of your, out of your hair on, on game day? Oh, just a little black hair tie. Hair tie. Just a little, yeah, standard. Well, you could zhuzh that up a little bit though, couldn't you? No. You could bl- make it black. No, you could get a black, black. one and a white, black it one and black. a white. Yeah, get a white one as well. Oh, no, it's covered by hair. As huh? you can see. My hair's gone white, so it's well, get, fine. get a bigger one, a bit of a buffier one. No. I've got a knitted Fremantle beanie that'll Don't, do. you can't wear that in a game. Yes, you can. It's not got a peak cap. One of the- wouldn't it be great to see an international wearing a beanie? Oh, that'd be fantastic. Huh? But a proper knitted one by his nan. Yeah. Or, sorry, uh, that, her nan. Yeah. But anyway, JK, you're going to have to deal with it. If, if it's if it's just a matter of someone's giving you the ear, it's get over it, big fella. Um, you know, you you can choose the music you like to listen to, but you can't choose who makes music. And and the same sort of thing here. And, not, and, and you also, can, you can always move if you don't like someone and it's giving you the year. It's that bad. Leave and k- kick him out of the WhatsApp group and don't invite him to team drinks. There yeah, you go. that'll do. Thanks, J.K. And look, if you've have got you anything, if, no, if you've got anything for dear John, though, well, I do have one more. <laughs> no, we'll just save that for another week. Will we? Yeah, we okay. will. In case we don't get any more next. Well, week. no, we're, we're probably we're not probably not far off finishing this show, are we? Oh well, actually, at fifty nine minutes and forty something seconds. With an unknown as yet number of edits to come, but they're very short edits. We'll probably be around the whole minute mark. We'll let that uh, important edit number information yeah. out. It's a competition for our patrons. It is. Huh? I wonder if we'll get any answers. What do you reckon? No, probably not. No, you know what's going to happen? I'm going to forget to put the patron video up mm. and the episode will go out before the patron <laughs> yes. does. Took you a while to find that button, didn't it? Uh, what are you up to? You, you're playing tomorrow? Tomorrow, 12.30. Oh, early who, who puts an over-50s game at 12.30 on a Saturday? I oh, know, they'll all up. They'll be having nana naps by six. Mate, I'll be, I'll be lucky to be awake. Well, I won't get to see your game. I'm going to go, I've got to pick some beer up for the club, and then I'm going to go and I'll watch the ones game, and then I'm on at 3.30. So if you're still there, you'll get to see me plying my trade on the grass tomorrow. Either. Then another game. On Sunday. You know, huh? making your ones be this way? Uh, uh, 40s, the 50s ones. Oh, no, yeah. I'm not old enough. No. <laughs> ones, ones. Now, they're going fine. They're going fine. And so is our tipping. We're getting closer and closer <laughs> on the Hockey WA Premier League tipping competition. Don't forget to Touch catch out the line. Yeah, above him. One point above there. We're coming seven points away. We're on our way. No, you should be on then. the bottom, that bloke. <laughs> Okay, now it's time for the big edit reveal for our patrons. Is that what you guess? Yeah. No. 
No. I've all right. Well, I'm I'm guessing six. They're big chunks then, because there was a lot of laughing and swearing in between bits. There's three edits. Three edits. All There's right. There's the one go. where you went. We don't, no, we don't say that. <laughs> Thanks for listening, folks. We'll catch you next week for episode one five seven. Bye. Bye.